Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. As a woman, don't you carry the kids? Yes. How do they have half-brothers they never heard of? Like she was then pregnant twice. She was banging somebody else. But she had to carry the term. It's Violet Benson, your favorite meme queen and the big sis you didn't ask for but need. Welcome. Almost adulting. Almost adulting. Almost adulting. Are you ready? Hi, besties. Welcome to a brand new Almost Adulting, the largest self-love podcast and movement, your number one destination for personal growth and mental health. I'm your big sister and your host, Violetta. Today, we are doing another beautiful Tuesday episode, and I decided to have my bestie join in, Kylie. Hey, hey. Hey, hey, you may remember her from an episode she did last month and for a Tuesday episode, Confession Corner, because you guys love these Reddit confessions Mm. that I've been finding. I thought it would be fun if she just, we just hung out and listened to some of these confessions and reacted along with you guys. So these are going to be interesting. Let's get started. 23 and me revealed my mom's 11 year affair, which drove my dad to end his own life. My parents were high school sweethearts. They started dating when they were both 16. They dated for four years and then my mom got pregnant with my oldest sister then my dad did the right thing. He dropped out of college. He was on the path to medical school. It was his dream to become a doctor, married mom and started working at a desk job at my grandpa company. My parents later had three other kids, my older sisters and me. My childhood was pretty normal. Dad worked, mom stayed at home taking care of me and my sisters. Dad was always very present in our lives. I and my sisters were always daddy's girls. We were very attached to him. I was particularly close to him. We had a really deep bond. When I was 13 I was diagnosed with leukemia and he never left my side. He held my hand during chemo sessions during the whole time. He consoled me when I had my first heartbreak and assured me that everything would be alright. He taught me how to drive. He walked me down the aisle three years ago when I married my husband and told me that was one of the happiest days of his life. I was always his favorite as well. My parents were happy. I never saw them fighting or anything like that. My dad took my mom on date nights at least twice a week. He spoiled her a lot and they seem really in love. My parents were the perfect couple. Everyone saw them as something flawless, an example of true love. My mom was my dad only one, and dad was mom only one. It was something that he was very proud of that it was really special for him. I felt really bad when I lost my virginity to my ex-boyfriend and realized that I could never have the same thing as my parents. Oh, okay. My dad's <laughs> mom died during birth and grandpa <laughs> raised him as a single parent. He never remarried or dated anyone after her death as far as I know. Grandpa refused to talk about grandma. It was very painful for him. He never met anyone from grandma's side of the family and grandpa didn't talk much about her. In June I bought a 23andMe kit for me and dad. I thought that would be cool to see if he had any relatives on grandma's side and we did the tests together. We did the tests, I found out that I had two half-brothers and that we shared the same father. We were honestly confused, I and dad didn't understand that. We thought that this was a mistake when we told mom about this she froze. She started crying, we pressured her a bit more and that's when she confessed about her 11-year-old affair with one of my dad's friend. He was our neighbor at a certain point of our lives and he was in the same class as dad and mom. I remember seeing him around when I was a kid, he was a close friend of the family. Dad was in denial, he thought that it was a mistake, and my sisters and I ended up doing the test at a hospital. Three days later the results arrived. There's something I'm processing. As a woman, don't you carry the kids? Yes. 
how did they have half brothers they never heard of? Like she was then pregnant twice. She was banging somebody else. But she had to carry the term. How would they not see on her that she's been pregnant? I thought that it meant that his siblings weren't his full siblings. That's how I took it. Wait, oh, it maybe it meant that the, the current kids, like her being yes. the favorite daughter, that's not her real dad. Yes. That's what I'm I so took it stupid. as. I'm like, how does this girl have half brother? <laughs> how did she get pregnant? And yeah, the dad no one know. knew about right. her. No, no. Like she, oh, my God. They just found out that the kids, yes. that they, that she, the kids don't belong to the dad. Correct. Ooh, okay. Yeah. Three days later, the results arrived. No one matched with dad. He was not our father. <gasps> For the first time in 30 years of my life, I saw my dad cry. Not a normal cry, oh. sobbing, like a kid. We tried to talk to him. He got up, grabbed his keys and left. We tried to call like a hundred times and he didn't answer. My mom was having a panic attack so my oldest sister took her to the hospital. We didn't hear from dad for three whole days. We searched for him everywhere. Eventually, my grandpa found him at the family fishing cabin. He had hanged himself. He didn't leave any notes or anything like that. In nine days I discovered that my mom had an 11 year affair, that my dad wasn't my biological father and that he took his own life. His funeral was another mess. My dad's side of the family got into a fight with my mom's side of the family. My grandpa and uncles ended up kicking my mom out of the funeral. It was a disaster. The first time I saw my grandpa crying as well, it was something I wish I hadn't seen it. He entered a really deep depression after that. He barely speaks anymore. After the funeral, neither I nor my sisters could look at mom anymore. We just couldn't. I can look my sisters in the eye as well. And I blame myself every day for suggesting that effing stupid test. Thanksgiving this year was the first time we didn't celebrate as a family. I can't look at my mother anymore. She spends her days staring at a wall. Her side of the family is pressuring me and my sisters to reestablish contact, but I just can't. My sisters are also not speaking to her since the funeral. I found out that I am pregnant last week. I and my husband have been trying for the last two years, and I am not even happy. I feel hopeless. I feel broken. Sometimes I start to think about dad and my heart looks like it is going to explode. I miss him so much. Has anyone been in a similar situation? No, babe. How do I survive this guilt? I don't think anybody. Yeah, if anyone's in a similar situation, it'll be on the Lifetime movie. Right. Oh, my God. That story just kept getting worse. I know. That's why That's why I started laughing. I'm like, for fuck's sake, like, have right. a good day. <laughs> Please. My God. That is so sad. It's awful. I. That poor, the poor dad. Would you blame yourself? Would I blame myself? If you took a 20. 20- 23 or 24 and me whatever oh, that yeah. thing was called i mean it's not it's not her, your it's, it's not, not her fault, fault but of course that's where my brain would go is if i didn't do this then but no it's not her fault but when you're in that situation of course you're gonna think that yeah that's a lot to process in 11 days all of that happened the poor dad that is awful awful i don't know if i feel worse for the kids or the dad yeah, but it was interesting that finally, because usually on these, so far on these Reddit stuff, it's always been the husband being the cheater. So that was kind of a shocking yeah. twist of events that the woman had enough. And of course, yeah. my dumbass was like, how did she have two other kids right. without, without anyone well, knowing? Then you, I was like, am I the stupid one? No, it's me. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Okay, oh, let's God. listen. Let's see if there's another more chill uh, story. That was a little dark. That was really dark to start yeah. with. Well, this one's not going to be any better. Okay. Okay, let's go. My older brother and I were sleeping together and only recently stopped. (laughs) It started back when we were younger. We had just moved to another state and we had two moving trucks. One we all drove in and the other was a moving company. When we got there, me and my older brother had to share a bed. Later the same night, I woke up to something hard and warm grinding on my back. Not like by accident, but rather intentionally and forcefully. (laughs) It went on for a while until he got out of bed and left. When he left, I started to get excited. Up until then, I have never learned, thought, or done anything intimate because we grew up in a severely Catholic home. 
This whole event just happened to flip the switch in my brain. This went on for a few more nights. He kept pushing it further and further until elementary his member was in my precious little clam. The next night, I pretended to fall asleep eventually my brother started to do it again. About midway, I flipped over and faced him, and from there we just stare awkwardly at each other. Without really thinking at all we started to have intimate fun, and his seat ended up on the bedspread. This eventually became an almost nightly routine. Eventually, when the other moving truck came, it was about to be a nightly thing, and rather a thing we did whenever we felt like we had to get off. We kept doing it through middle and high school. Even when he had a girlfriend, and I had a boyfriend, we kept doing it regularly. The reason we recently stopped was that he had moved away to college. Thank God. That was a few months ago, and he's coming over soon to visit for Christmas. I swear I've seen this movie. Not porno. Yeah, Listen, yeah. I'm in joke. I swear there's a movie where I've seen it where the brother and the sister, or their stepbrother or sister, whatever, which is... This little, was not stab. Yeah, but I think I, I've seen it, so I can't tell if this person was just messing around, they decided to write this confession, or they're for real, but... I don't even know how to respond to that. I can't respond to that because I'm actually really We have disturbed. only had a sister, so I don't know. I've only had a sister too, but I have a son and a daughter, so yeah. I can't. That's why I'm like, I can't even fathom or think of it. It's it's disgusting. It's disgusting. And I think, I think I forget the, the name of the chemical, but there's a chemical in your brain that doesn't matter how attractive your family members are. Something switches where you're just not attracted to them. It's right. not a sexual thing. Right. But not in this case. There's a lot of stories, not a lot, but this happened in the past, like real stories where a woman or man never met one of their parents mm -hmm. and then they accidentally meet like 20 years later not knowing that's one of their parents and they feel weird attraction to them they don't realize that it's biological attraction mm -hmm. and they think it's sexual mm -hmm. and they usually tend to have start having sex either with the dad or with the mom and then they find out eventually that they're related right okay so that's a real thing that's happened it's like this weird sexual attraction without realizing because mm. you have you share blood right. yeah 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 Anyway, yeah. therapy. I, I, yeah, I wasn't really crazy about that one. I think I think this is where therapy comes in, or something. I don't know. Or something, yeah, some sort of intervention. <laughs> some, yeah. <laughs> okay, I don't know if this one's good or not. Let's see. I am breaking up with my boyfriend of two years because of a TikTok comment. I feel so icky. We've been together since I was sixteen and he was seventeen. My friend sent me a link to this TikTok of these two guys talking about how when one of them cheated on his girlfriend. She cheated on him after finding out instead of working to fix the relationship. The man in the video said it was his biggest heartbreak because while his one meant nothing to him, she slept with one of his ex-friends who she had a crush on before they got together. The video said it's a woman's duty to be nurturing and forgiving in a relationship and that women have to understand that certain men aren't monogamous. My friend sent it to me and said, I cannot believe how out of touch these men are, and after watching the TikTok I decided to read the comments. The first one I see is my boyfriend tagging two mutual friends of ours and saying, women in a cup of coffee, one of our friends responded to the comment and said, females are so dramatic, and my boyfriend responded agreeing to him. I feel sick. I thought we had the same views on things like this. He was raised by a single teen mom who worked three jobs to keep a roof over his head, food in his mouth, and allow him to play soccer despite their tight budget and expensive little league fees. When we first started dating I asked him who his role model was and he said his mom. He went on and on about how strong and brave she is and how much he appreciates her for all she does for him. His mom was single and living alone at 17 because my boyfriend's father cheated on her after she gave birth and was recovering because he can't be expected to just not have love for eight weeks. I am just upset. I'm at school right now typing this out in one of the bathroom stalls because I just can't keep this to myself anymore. I'm disgusted with him. He texted me earlier this morning asking if I want to hang out after school and I said yes. I'm oh, going to no. break so up with him young. and tell him why. Edit to, to add, 
He has commented under almost every post this account has made agreeing with all of their misogynistic views. He thinks that girlfriends and wives are property of the men they're with. Period. Edit two. Okay. I'm right. not just going to show up at his house say, we're done Lamal and leave. I'm going to tell him what I saw and if there's no explanation for it, I don't know what the hell kind of justification there is for the crap he said but we'll see, then I will break up with him. Oh. I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt as much as I can. I don't know why some of you all think I'm just going to say, we are over with no explanation or discussion. What are your thoughts on the? Obviously, they're in high they school. They seem very young. She's so young. Yes. Like, it seems like a very young love. Yeah. So, one part in my my thoughts is that because they're so young, he's pretending to he's be this cool, he's cool guy. With yes. His friends. That's exactly. And that's like the type of locker room talk that I just don't want to know what guys say behind right. closed doors. Because all guys say, and I'm not saying all guys talk Most like guys. This, yeah. Yeah. When we're younger, mm, of course. I mean, now we want to pretend like there's. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry if your man talked like this, but, but when we were younger, the shit guys would say. Yes, to be cool, even though they didn't yeah. mean it. Yeah, including, I mean, your husband when you were young, not things I'm like sure. this. But like, you know, we've yes. all heard them sexualize a woman's body right. when we're 17, 16, 15. Mm-hmm. So it's just stuff that I'd rather not know. It's different, obviously, when you do have that information, you're like, what do I do with it? Right. But I do think that. If he is willing to say about his mom that how much he loves her and is his hero, I do. It, to me, it just seems like he's this young kid trying to be cool. And he doesn't realize that everybody can see it on the internet. Yeah, if they were 35. Right. If they different. were in their 30s and she's like, my man who I'm thinking of getting married to and having a baby with. Right. Is saying that women should do this and this and this and they should keep their mouth shut when you're getting cheated on. I'd be like, yeah, that's a red flag. Right. But obviously they're in high school and he's like, you want to hang later? And they probably didn't even spell it out properly. Right. <laughs> I just think you say a lot of dumb things when you're yeah. young and you then you would look back like 20 years from then and be like, okay, that was really stupid. But he probably really does love her and well, he wants he to also. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. He also wants to try to be cool in front of his friends. Right. I don't know. I don't have advice for it because they're so young. It's hard for me to give advice yeah. when you're 16 versus when you're in your 30s. Right. What are some unethical life hacks? Give fake money to homeless people. They will thank you for it. But also when they get arrested and taken to jail, it'll reduce the number of homeless people in your area. Oh my God. <laughs> I did not see that happen. Well, he said unethical. What are unethical First of all, life nobody hacks? goes to jail these days. So that's not going to work. But... Yeah, that's so true. But he said if people were going to jail, that basically, oh. then there'd be less. So give a, home, a homeless person fake money, money, fake money. Right. So there'll be less homeless people on the street. Right. Because they'll be in jail. But he for said using... it's fine because it's, you're going to teach him a less like you're going to. Te- he said in the beginning, you teach him something from that. What am I teaching them? Not to take money from people? From a horrible person. Yeah. OK, let's see if there's let's see the next one. If you're stuck on an annoying call, put your phone on airplane mode instead of just hanging up. The other person will see call failed instead of call ended. Oh, that's kind of brilliant. Wait, that's so smart. That's so brilliant. I will say that I accidentally have sent a text message to somebody that I like and I instantly knew that it was the wrong person and I really quickly put my phone on airplane mode and I just kept it there for a long time and then the message never went through. Wait, that's a thing? It's a thing. I've had to do it twice. I had to do it like recently and um Can you send text now? I mean, once it's already delivered, I mean, I don't know. Can I mean, you? you have like five minutes now. Oh, well, I didn't even want a chance that I just put my phone right on airplane mode and I kept it there. Wait, that's such a life hack. I never it's, I didn't know that. It's amazing. So it will never go through. It, it never went through. This last time it was my sister's pregnant and my parents didn't know yet. And I was sending a text to our group and it had to do with my sister being pregnant. And I instantly was like, 
fuck. And so I put it on airplane mode and to this day it never went through. Wait, that's so crazy. I didn't know that. Yeah. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crow portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. But isn't it so hard to rush to your phone to do that airplane mode? I realized it the second. You have to realize it like right. I realized it right when I press send. So it was still sending when I put it on airplane mode. Wait, that's really cool. Yeah. Save business cards of people you don't like. If you ever hit a parked car accidentally, just write sorry on the back and leave it on the windshield. Oh, I love that. I I do like that one. No, obviously don't do that. These are unethical life hacks. Right. Buy the cheapest tickets available for a sporting event. Once inside, check Ticketmaster and StubHub for better seats that didn't sell and go sit there. Wait, that's so smart. So he said buy the they said buy, buy the cheapest, ones, yeah. the cheapest ones. But then when you go there, I never realized you can still go on StubHub really quick to see yeah. what what seats never that is sold. Smart. But how will you even get through security? Well, you would get in the building with whatever ticket you purchase well i guess whenever i think of games and things like that when you have to go to like special like the well, like a seats. box or something yeah or like the nicer seats downstairs they they, no, they, they don't have Mm-mm. okay i guess i don't know what games you're going to mm. but at least maybe like lakers like if you have yeah. like the floor seats of course but if it's like a normal seat with everybody else and you just want to be first row you don't there's no That's security so smart. yeah look up your building's washer slash dryer model on ebay and order a key for it I haven't paid for laundry in years and it cost me $8. Sleep like a baby knowing you're not paying for on-site laundry. If the person sitting in front of you on a flight reclines their seat all the way back and leaves you with no room, turn on the air con above you to full blast and point it at the top of their head. In your last year of college, lose your student ID and get a new one. The exp date will reset and you can get another four years of discounts. (laughs) If you're initiating a divorce, secretly arrange consultations with all the best divorce attorneys in your area before choosing one and filing. Once they have met with you, even briefly, they that's are considered thing. biased and will have to recuse themselves from representing your spouse. Wait, that's actually a real thing that a lot of people really? don't know. It's that, yeah. So sometimes in order for you, in somebody wants to win the divorce stuff, they make sure to do that. And I've even seen oh. that in movies. Because even though, let's say the person I'm divorcing, mm-hmm. their best friend is the best attorney in town, I will purposely then go out of my way to meet with them on purpose. Because then in ah. that moment, they will not they be able to be represent. Able, uh-huh. Uh-huh. It's kind of crazy, right? Yeah. Hopefully I never have to know that information. If you need to lie about something, include an embarrassing unnecessary detail. After all, why would you intentionally lie to make yourself look bad? If a relative keeps asking you about having kids, lie that the wife is pregnant. A few months later, tell them there was a miscarriage so they'll feel uncomfortable bringing up the subject (laughs) again. If you have a significant unexplained employment gap that is hurting your resume claim that you were providing full-time end-of-life care for a grandparent or other older relative. If you decide to adopt kids, tell them that if anyone makes fun of them for being adopted, they should say at least I was wanted. You were probably a mistake and your parents didn't have the heart to tell you. Oh my 
Okay. Good. These are a lot. Okay, let's yeah. go to another one because they, they also go so fast, you know? I don't know how to tell my wife I cheated on her while she had postpartum depression. Oh my God. I know I'm a piece of shit and I don't deserve my yeah. wife and our two beautiful sons, four and two. I know that by telling her this, it will be the end of our marriage. She will not forgive me, there will be no talking through it. She will tell me to pack my bags and leave immediately. I can't live with the guilt of not telling her, but I can't live without her. I don't know what to do. Basically, my wife and I always wanted a traditional family. I would go to work and she would stay home with the kids. We both always wanted a large family, a house in the suburbs, a dog, the whole thing. We got married when she was 19 and I was 23. She got pregnant right away and our first son was born 9 months to the day after our wedding. He was such an easy, happy baby. We were also happy. My wife was super passionate about cooking, arts and crafts and home decor. Our home was always spotless, despite having a baby and dog. We had a great marriage and a healthy intimate life. We were both naive enough to think that being parents was always going to be easy. We started trying for another as soon as the doctor cleared us. It took about 8 months for her to get pregnant, which stressed her out a lot because she got pregnant so easily with our first. This pregnancy was different. She had no energy. She gained a lot of weight and was unrecognizable. With our first son, she only had a small bump and you wouldn't have even known she was pregnant if you saw her from behind or if she was wearing an oversized shirt. With this pregnancy, she blew up like a balloon. Her face and feet were swollen. I sound like an asshole for saying this, yes. but she looked like a monster. We didn't have intimacy for the entire pregnancy. Sometimes she would try to initiate, but I always turned her down, because I was repulsed by her. <gasps> she had a difficult birth and our son was born with some health issues, relatively minor, thankfully, but enough to give us a scare. My wife blamed herself for our son's health issues. In the heat of the moment I told her that if she had been more active during pregnancy, then our oh son probably would have been God. fine. She just kept sinking further and further into depression. Right. She stopped brushing her hair and it started to mat. I would come home from work at 5 p.m. to find our older son still in his pajamas. The dirty dishes were piled a mile high in the sink. She stopped showering regularly and she refused to go on a jog to lose the baby weight, even though I tried to encourage her by she saying I'd cook dinner if she did. Our son's physical needs were being met, but emotionally she was checked out. I started fantasizing about being single and not having a wife or kids. I started going to the gym and the bar after work instead of going home to them. I met Cassidy, 19 female, at the gym and we really hit mm. it off. She was vocal about never wanting kids and when I would complain about my wife to her, she would pile on too. I was happy at the time because I wanted someone to validate me for being such an asshole, but looking back I'm disgusted. Pretty right. soon Cassidy yeah. and I were dating and I was having a whole separate life behind my wife's back. After a few months, my wife slowly started to return to her old self. She started taking more pride in her appearance and started cooking from scratch again instead of ordering takeout or frozen food. Our home was clean again and our younger son's health issues were improving. I fell in love with her all over again. This man. I started to realize that Cassidy wasn't as exciting and interesting as I thought she was. She was actually quite dull and stupid and had no real <gasps> opinions or interests outside of partying and TikTok. I started to suspect that she didn't actually like me either and was just flattered by the attention of a married man, and I stupidly enabled it by making her feel special and better than my wife. I ended things with her a few months later and she didn't even seem to care. All in all, I was cheating on my wife for just over a year. My wife has recently started asking to try for a third baby and the guilt all just hit me at once. I feel paralyzed. I have nightmares that she finds out from someone else. I've stopped eating and sleeping. I'm starting to get aches and pains from the stress. I don't know what to do. I know I'm an asshole. I know I don't deserve her, but I don't know how to tell her without breaking her. She's amazing and she never deserved this. Yeah, he's like, I don't know how to tell because I'm go she's going to leave me. Right. He thinks she's going to leave him. All these Reddit ones, when they have to do with the wives, it's literally so sad when you listen because it's usually she let herself go because she had three kids. <laughs> Would you, if somebody, if you were married with two kids and your husband came to you and said, I know this is so hypothetical, but... Would you stick it out for children or do you think you would be so far gone? I think it depends where I'm at in my life. Mm -hmm. So I think if I was in my life at a point where I depended on him financially, right. then I think that's something different mm -hmm. and I didn't really have my own life. I think I would stick it out. But I think 
if I was independent financially, knowing who I am as a person now, I that would be unforgivable. Yeah. Especially seeing how my mother left her first husband mm-hmm. after cheating. I just can't imagine. Yeah. And also being cheated on, I just don't I it it would break us. Yes. And I feel like your partner has to know. Mm-hmm. Like you do something that you know will forever break you, then you made that decision. You made that choice. Even if you stay, it's still... And then imagine if he tells the reason, well, it's because you gained some weight, but now that you went back to your normal size, I'm attracted to you again. So I want to make it work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be even worse. Right. Yeah, no. I mean, take it from somebody who's been told... I was... my. They told me they cheated on me, and I still... I woke up the next morning and did his homework. <laughs> well, we were younger when we right I, now. I what could would you not. Do? Oh my god! Well, first of all, my first instinct is I'll kill him. But then my second instinct is my kids. Yeah, like, I don't even know because my husband is so involved in their life that he's not. He doesn't do a typical nine to five job. Like he's home all the time. He's there for lunch, for breakfast, for dinner. So it would rock yeah. their world. So but, would you consider saying? Since obviously you do have a you have a husband, I feel like I would probably think about it a little more than think about it more. Whereas if I was at a different place, yeah, I would be so far gone. It's, I know it's hard to say when you you're not in it. Yeah, I sometimes do think it's, it takes a stronger person to stay and stick it out and truly forgive and not forget but move forward than it is to leave. That's my personal. No, that's so true. I mean, I've seen people go through therapy where Mm -hmm. they made it work, but I think it is hard because after that, you taint the relationship, and it's and then some people start to grow resentful too because, like, whoever cheated will start to grow resentful because they're like, dude, I already I'm doing my best to make you feel secure, blah blah, but now they don't realize they have to take all these extra steps Mm -hmm. to make their partner feel secure because now their partner's always saying they're cheating on them, right? Well, that's what I'm saying. It would you would have to literally forgive and move forward. That's the only way it would. You can't go backwards, and you would just have to pretend like it didn't. That would be the only way it could work, in my opinion. Yeah. And it never happened again. If it happened again, then it's well, like obviously different story. But but how would you know? I guess you you would never know supposedly. And I think I think. If I stayed, I would always have resentment on the inside, and I think I would love them a, a little less. Yeah. What oh, always resentment. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And I think uh, I would eventually cheat on them. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know if I'd go that far, but. I don't know. I mean, who knows? I yeah. mean, I've been. Uh, Hopefully we're never in them. Yeah. Because we say that now, but we both say we're cheating people. So that's correct. What's the most shocking thing you've experienced upon meeting your girlfriend slash boyfriend's parents? When I was 16, I met this girl who went to high school across town through a buddy who was dating her friend. Our parents were pretty liberal and we spent most of our weekends getting high and drunk in the pool house and swimming when we wanted to cool off. Needless to say, it took about three days before I lost my V card to this girl and it was the best. Here's the thing, when you're 16 and you find a girl who is DTF you never let that go. I was immediately her boyfriend. (laughs) Despite the fact that I didn't know that much about her, I knew everything that I needed to know. She let me put my dick in her. Week two of this torrid romance and something isn't quite right and the land down under it was really burning when I pissed. Like every time. I went to Catholic school so I knew all about how Satan invades extramarital SX and fills your lust pole with STDs. I knew I had one, the only question was which one. A lot of people would ask, this chick just gave you dick rot, you dumped her right? Uh. Let me just refer you to the previous statement. I was 16 and she was letting me have SX with her. We only got more serious like getting close to meet the parents serious. But love didn't cure whatever evil was festering in my PP, and I had to schedule a doctor's (laughs) appointment. In the exam room, I had to fess up to my doctor, 
who I had always secretly suspected of being gay, my terrible suspicions that I had third-degree dick rot with a chance of AIDS. I had to pee in a cup, and he manually examined my penis. He asked me why I suspected I had caught an STD, and, in the spirit of doctor-patient confidentiality, I told him everything. Which came out too, I met a random girl from across town and I've been humping her everywhere, pool, oh bushes, suburbans, rugs, carpets, dirt piles. I don't know much about her, but if she's willing to SX me up, she's probably kind of a sleaze. It took a week, but the results came back I had a benign UTI, most likely oh. from bareback riding in dirt piles. Oh, Clean it up it. was his advice. That was a giant relief, and F you to sister Helen who had convinced me that God punishes all fornicators with a lifelong oh curse of dick God. fine. Everything seemed to be great, the penis problem cleared up in this girl and I kept seeing each other. After a few months she invited me to her family dinner, her mom was nice and pretty hot. Her dad was my doctor. Oh, oh, that's just- Oh my god, that's it! He's like, this slut How gave awkward. me an STD, but at least she's fucking me, am I right? And the dad's probably like, yeah! Oh, yeah. <laughs> and now they're at dinner. Okay, what is up with the confessions from super young people? I know. Okay, let's see if this one's a good one. Who's someone that's been a menace to your family? This happened a long time ago, back in my mid-twenties. I knew a guy, a kind of casual friend, who was 21, and who had a girlfriend who was 17, still in high school. They had been together for about two years. We'll call him Steve because his name is Steve. She lived with her mom, dad, and her brother who was about two years older than her and entering college. I'd met them, and hung out over at their house a few times, so I kind of knew them, and they were really nice people. So Steve used to be at her house almost every night. He, his girlfriend, and her parents would hang downstairs and watch TV for the evening, and then usually the folks would go upstairs to bed, and Steve and his girlfriend would hang out a while longer, and usually bang in the bathroom or on the living room floor. Normal stuff, really. Yeah. Now her dad was a transportation coordinator for a large company. So he spent a lot of time on the road. When he was home from the road he didn't go to the office too much, he usually worked from home. Sometimes Steve's girlfriend would be tired and go to bed shortly after her mom, and her dad would be working on his computer at a little desk in the dining room, and Steve would hang out on the couch watching TV. Okay. Off to the races. Steve was into computers, so he and the dad would look at new games of stuff on whatever latest and greatest machine work had given him. One night Steve's down on the floor plugging something into the power strip, and when he comes up on his knees he can tell that his girlfriend's dad has a massive heart on. The dad pulls his sweats down and asks if he likes that. Most of us bail at this point, right? Nope. Steve starts sucking his meat, oh. finishes the job, and goes home. So this becomes kind of a regular thing every month or so. He stays past girlfriend and the mom going to bed, and he sucks off the dad. But wait. It gets better. He and the girlfriend eventually move in together. One night he's dropping something off to his girlfriend's mom, and the dad's on the road. The mom is in just a house coat, starts putting the moves on him, and he takes her into the downstairs this, bathroom, uh, bending yeah, her over the right. counter, no and railing her. They start working this in when they can when the husband in on the road, this and he can find a way to come over without the girlfriend. Oh, we're not done kids. Steve and his girlfriend start hitting some rough patches. So he's over at the house talking to her brother, who I really liked, he was a cool guy, and fun to hang out with. I never really liked his sister too much, and was talking to him about what was going on with the problems in the relationship. And yep. They banged. Now at this point you'd just be going, okay, this is clearly the most messed up family on the yeah, planet, right, because you just know they're yeah. all effing each other. That house has got to be the grand central station of incest. Nope. <laughs> When it all finally blew up, and it did, in a big way, it turned out that the only one that knew about any of the other ones was Steve, the guy who had been having tango with every member of the family. No way. I, that's, there's no, that story's like, not Like, how real. are they all disgusting like that? In one family. But I'm sorry, what, is Steve Leo DiCaprio when Leo DiCaprio was 20 years old? Like, <laughs> what's so special and beautiful that about everybody Steve wants to bang Steve? From the mom to the dad to the brother and to the girlfriend. Yeah, there's no way. There's, that's a, that story's made up. I would have... The dad part, fine. Right. I've seen that porno. Right. <laughs> Just yeah. kidding. Right. <laughs> but like, but then the mom too, the mom, mom, yeah, yeah. mom wanted to join in. Then the, then brother, the brother. 
Come on. Yeah, I know. Steve's now living with a girlfriend. Come on. At this point, if Steve's sucking dick, he's not moving in with his girlfriend. That's correct. He's moving in with the dad. Right. Or the brother. Or he's, you know, exploring his life afterwards because he's cheating. I don't believe that story. I'm sorry. I think that story is fake. I do, too. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, that was that. Anyway, guys, um, you can find Kylie. I will leave her handles in the description of my bio. Kylie K Salerno three three three. If you want to follow her, hope you enjoyed these stories. We're gonna do some call-ins for next confession corner, not Reddit ones. And go check out the episode that I did last month with Kylie as well. It's it's a get to know me episode. So I love you guys. I hope you have a beautiful week. Bye. Bye. <laughs>